happy holidays from the team at the Time Attack Gaming Podcast. Guys, once again, it is Big Gaming back at it with episode 26 of the Time Attack Gaming Podcast. And this, Josh, unfortunately, Josh is crying right now. He's inconsolable. <laughs> it will be the last podcast of the year. Oh, my God. This this is devastating. Oh, I mean, my God. What will we even say? Guys, we're not recording an episode next week, but we'll be back in 2023 after this episode. <laughs> and we thought, what better way to end the year than talking about our top five most anticipated video games in 2023. There are a lot of games coming out in 2023, dude. A lot yep. of stuff. Yep. Um, and now, you know, who knows if these games will get delayed, but the point is, right now they have a 2023 release date, so we're going to talk about them. And that's going to be the pretty much the only role, I think. Um, well, I don't yes, know sir. Josh's list. He doesn't know my list, right, Josh? We, we did not talk about this. No, he just told me to come up with a list, and then we just talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> He made a list. He's checking it twice. He's going to find out uh, which one of us has head lice. That's how the song goes, right? That was the Christmas song. That was pretty clever on cue. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, well, no, that's how it goes, though, right? That's how the it, song goes? Yeah. Uh, yeah I think so. <laughs> something about naughty or nice. Santa Claus coming to town. Like, Damn, Santa? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I, I never thought I would be singing retail music that, Dude, <laughs> that people can't sing. Oh, my God. I, that brings me back to the days of working at GNC. I worked across from a foot action. For those of you that don't know, foot action is a shoe store. And yeah. foot action did not obey the rules of the mall. Every other place played Christmas music. Foot action played the same five Drake songs that they played year-round. Oh, wow. So, I mean, if you're a Drake fan... You're in heaven, but you're not going to hear much of his dis discography. It's only going to be, you know, whatever right. the fuck they decide to play. I'm going to be honest. I have never heard of that name before. Foot, Foot Action? <laughs> yeah, that's a shoe story in the mall, at least. I don't, I don't know if they're like a big brand. That's so, uh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm, I'm going to keep my mind off the gutter. I was almost like, that sounds like, oh. some, that sounds like some kind of shit. Like, I never heard of it. Dude. <laughs> Foot, you ever, like, you like ever seen those flashlights? That yeah. that are a foot. Oh my god! Instead yeah. of dog, <laughs> bro, it's, it's it's just funny. It was like I'm used to like Foot Locker, Payless. It was like, hey, we, we need we need a store that's going to compete with Foot Locker. Yeah. Got it. Foot action. That's what we're oh, foot bro, action. Let me get some foot action though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to? We finna go today. I finna go get. I finna go. Yeah. I finna go get some foot action. What? Oh, gonna, <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to the, the shoe store. It's called foot action. I thought you was on some other shit, no. but okay. He's got a fetish. He's got a gamer fetish. <laughs> He's a, you mean Foot Locker? No, Foot Action. No, bro. We, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go listen to drake at foot action <laughs> so gamers the only difference this week there's not going to be a news section because there really wasn't any news um nothing we thought worth talking about and we wanted to give the top five list it's due we're gonna go starting from number five all the way up to number one josh and i are going to explain our picks and tell you you know why we're looking forward to them but first Mm -hmm. Just like every podcast, we want to start off with our chance time question, our random question of the week, which is going to be... Hold on, hold on, before you get that, this is when we start making this new thing with chance time, you hit you cue in that uh, Super Mario Bros, like, hub music, the one that goes like... Dude, okay, you know what? That... All right, 
We might have to actually fucking do that. I like that a lot. Because I know exactly what you're talking about, but... You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just going to be stuck in my head now. Okay. Chance time question. Josh. Yes, sir. Here you go. If you could send your worst enemy to one video game world, what would it be? Wait, worst video game world? So, imagine... Imagine your worst enemy, like your ultimate, this person did something so unspeakably bad to you, you can't, you you just hate them above all. Where, what video game world would you send this person to, like as a punishment? That is a very good question. I'm going to give you my answer first. Go ahead. I would send them to the world of Super Monkey Ball. (laughs) It is a world of endless pits. You're trapped in a ball with no oxygen, and when you fall and die, you get placed right back into the torture chamber to do it over and over again. There is no greater hell than Super Monkey Ball. Truly. Oh, my God. I'm right. I'm right. No, that's that's so funny. I'm I'm laughing because I was playing that months ago, and your your worst enemy is gonna like die from like blunt trauma and shit. Dude, there's no oxygen in those balls. There's no, no there's no fucking ventilation system. Also, there's no world outside of the warped and twisted like labyrinths that they have. Bro, like they're, gravity they're, is meaningless. Oh my god. They're they're going to like not only will they probably suffer from a concussion, they're gonna be super dizzy they're gonna have this they're gonna be dyslexic after the fact like i don't think he ain't gonna make it (laughs) dude like i i don't know man all i know is i love playing super monkey ball keep me the fuck out of there yeah keep me the fuck out of that great games though love playing them they're very challenging right i don't damn that that is that is the that is the best question and the best answer I've ever heard today. <laughs> Not a bad question. I came up with that one off cuff, dude. That like was right so. Before we started recording. That is. Oh my god, I love that question and the answer. Uh, yeah. Mine was probably. Mine was probably sadistic. I Go would. Ahead. I Let's would probably it. send my enemy to the acid pools of Mortal Kombat too. Oh God, um, <laughs> dude! <laughs> I fucking love that stage because I would always try as a kid. Like one of my favorite animations in Mortal Kombat Two was uppercutting your enemy into the acid pools. Yeah, and it's funny because the arena is just you know one pathway, closed yep. off doors at the end, and just motherfuckers melting in, yeah. the, in like the Joker <laughs> pools. <laughs> that that is probably like definitely the worst way to go is go to that like. Yeah, because it's like a slow burning death. Yeah, like I don't know why. Like the, the out of all the stage areas in Mortal Kombat, it's like the acid pulls is scary and don't. It's a place you don't want to be in. You know what? I got another one. Same Mortal Kombat game. Uh, I would like, sh- you know, tell them to you know sp- spend a whole day camping. You know, no, spend a whole weekend camping at the Living Forest. And that's the forest that has, like, the face trees in it. That's the scariest level in Mortal Kombat, uh, in in the old Mortal Kombat games, like the 2D ones. That level freaked me the fuck out. So, I was seven, and I got Mortal Kombat Trilogy (laughs) from my uncle. One of my favorite old school fighting games ever. Yeah. It was like, it it combined all the best things about 1, 2, and 3 together. Uh-huh. And I hated that living forest level because it was scary as shit. Couldn't you knock them in the mouth of one of the trees? Uh, other, or was that like, in my head? 
No, um, Mortal Kombat 9, you can definitely do it. Even oh. Shallow Monks, you could do that too. But they, they, they never put it in for like uh, the original game. But oh, later games, you definitely could, which was yeah. cool. That's a good pick, man, because the Living Forest is... Oh, God, those backgrounds creep me the fuck out. The, the, the faces on the trees are like moaning and like crying out in pain the whole time you're fighting your opponent it's awesome though you know what i, I think i think i got one i, I think I, I got another one but this you one is into three places yeah this Damn. one this one is less it's less sadistic so they, they get to go into the world of donkey kong country oh god two Two. <laughs> two, not one. Just that the game's second, even harder. It's <laughs> the second game. They have they have to explore the entire the entire uh, thing. So they you know the worst place for them to get to is the that, that sticker bush area with all those thorns and such. That would be yeah, like the worst. Hell. That would be that's the worse worst than hell. Yeah, that is the worst area to be in. <laughs> dude, yeah. God, I love the music on that stage though, dude. It's like, man, the music is amazing, but damn, these levels are hard as hell. It's like. Oh. I'm sorry, man. You thought, yeah, you thought you was going to get Donkey Kong Country 1. No, you're getting the second one, which is, like, thematically, it's a lot darker. <laughs> yeah. So, Josh, what have you been playing this past week? Because I know last week you talked about eh, going through God of War 2018 again, and we were talking about the comparison between the two games. Yeah, and then yeah. I told you I was playing Hello Neighbor 2, which, thank Christ, I'm done playing that bullshit. Yeah. What have you been playing last week? So, uh, that God of War... So that's that's something to say. I've been playing uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, uh, you know, here and there. And, Is this uh, your first time playing the game? Yes, to actually sitting down. I mean, I played it a little bit a couple of years ago, but I didn't. I, I wanted to wait till those bugs were completely gone. Yeah, and you had to wait a while. Yeah. Uh, they <laughs> yeah. Wait, what what version of the game are you playing first? Because uh, I know uh, people are going to ask that. Uh, more like the I. I played well. I when I played it in 2020, I played that that version. But now I'm playing the newest one. Uh, this. But like, what what system? Oh, my fault. Oh, you mean the console? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm playing the uh, Xbox Series X uh, version of it. So okay. it's the it's the console upgrade. That's what I went with. Gotcha. And um, yeah, I played it, and you know, um, uh, I'm liking it. But last night. I went on a rant on my Discord. If anyone who saw on my Discord, they saw what I was ranting about. I would I went on a rant. And I don't often rant about games where I died a lot or whatever, but this game was pissing me the fuck off. I'm not gonna lie. Does it have bad combat? No, it's 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 like the you know, the bugs are still there. You know, to a, to 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 a degree, some things I can forgive, but but what happened to me last night pissed me the fuck off. And in some parts, not even a bug; it's just the way the game design. Um, granted, you know this game is definitely you know it it is an action RPG, but it's definitely it leans on the RPG mechanics a lot more. So. Sure. I was playing. I was originally going to play the game on hard difficulty. When I played on hard difficulty, these motherfuckers were whooping my ass in the beginning. So I lowered it to normal. I was like, okay, maybe it's a little bit challenging. What I was pissed off about it was like, you know, this these enemies will whoop the fuck out of you. They will whip your ass. Like it felt like I was playing Call of Duty on veteran. They were whooping my ass. I'm not gonna lie, right? And I'm doing this mission to where I am like chasing this AI car. I'm trying to collect all seven of them because they're doing some taxi shit. And this taxi thing lured me lured me into a gang camp. 
So I'm over there. I'm fighting. They, they surround me. And I get out the car. I start shooting at them. I'm trying to get cover. And, bro, they light me the fuck up. And what makes it worse, like, they sent, like, drones at me that were from the police. So I got to fight off these these police drones and the gang at the same time who was just ripping me to fucking shreds. I Does tried it to have, hit- like, a GTA cop system? They do, but it's just, okay. uh, it, it's kind of like, I, I, I really, like, followed up that deeply. But, like, I'm, I'm trying to heal up and shit. They, like, fucking me up. And what pissed me off was, like, when I was fired at them, like, the glitches in the game, the glitches of bugs in the game is still there from time to time. And while I was shooting at these enemies, bro, they motherfuckers, like, zigging zag through me and shit. And it was pissing me the fuck off. Like, I died, like, ten fucking times trying to kill them. <laughs> and I, I went, and, and this is what I ran on my rant. I said, man, fuck Cyberpunk 2077. And I was wrong. I said, bro, this game is overwhelming. Like, the enemies, like, when I complain about it, like, I don't want to make it sound like, 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 you know, because either way, if you're going to complain, if you're going to say you have a skill issue or you suck, like, there's no there's no winning yeah, around that. You can't complain about the situations in the right. game without people saying, oh, you're just bad at it. Right. It's always going to happen. Right. And, and it's just like, I'm talking about how it frustrated me because it's like, I know I play enough video games to know that if I die a lot, you know, I got to do something better. But the way it was the way I kept on dying it was frustrating. And I'm talking to a couple of buddies of mine. They're telling me, you know, in order for you to really enjoy the game, you know, you know, it's going to take you got to get like eight hours in in my mind. I'm like, why the fuck do I got to play eight hours to find out if I enjoy a game? If I Dog, can't. If, I hate I, that. Right. It, it is like if I have to play, if I have to play a game for eight hours to enjoy it, that's not a good thing in my mind. You Like if the game cannot hook me in the first 10 minutes to at least two hours of playing, like that's not a good thing in my book. Yeah. That is my personal opinion. And, like, and you know, hook you in one way or the other, it can hook you with the gameplay loop. Right. It can hook you with the art style. It can hook you with right. the story. There's right. so many ways a game can do that. Like you can still have a game that builds slowly, but you need something there. Right. In like something within the length of a fucking movie to hook right. the player. I, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. Right. Cause like what hooked me was like, you know, the character models in like the story to some degree. Like I liked some of the characters like Jackie Wells, but when it came to the combat, I was having a frustrating time with the combat because <laughs> like I it just what, what, what from another thing that I just that annoyed me with it was just like it has that thing I can't stand about a lot of Western RPGs, and this is just my personal opinion. It's, it, it, I'm not saying it's trash or anything. It's just my preference. I just hate when there is like an insane when when there when you try to enjoy the game, you try to learn the mechanics and everything, and then you have like a tutorial that just interrupts your gameplay. I I fucking hate that shit. But then when they try to explain like you know you got this skill tree that you can like level up your character with it, but 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 also beyond the skill tree, you got perks with it too which is like different it's like a different class and everything and i'm just like like imagine playing borderlands right and yeah. you have a skill tree but that shit is just like expanded to where it's overwhelming you're just like dog i just want something a little bit simple so i can understand my perks i don't need all this extra so you're saying bullshit. it's too complicated it's too it's too complicated for me to worry like it's not like it's just overwhelming like i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a person who is like less is more like the more you yeah. give, the less I the less I I want to fuck with it because it feels like a homework assignment. And I think. It, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, it's just for me. I I just don't you know I just don't like that. It's just it's just there's just some things I feel like it's just a little bit too much. They could have just like narrowed some things down to be an enjoyable game because like you're presenting it like an like an action RPG, and but but 
it feels more RPG. I don't know. I, I know this game is based around the, you know, the tabletop, the RPG and everything, which is, you know, something else. It's just, I don't know if CG Project Red, their games are like that in general, but it was just, it was just hard for me to get into. And again, I'm I not think- saying, the, I'm not saying the game is bad or anything. Like I'm still playing it right now, but it's just, it's just a little thing that's frustrating me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think it's more of like, maybe that might be an issue with the marketing because mm-hmm. the marketing really was kind of making this seem like an action RPG, but right. like, this, this, the intent from day one from the devs was this is a, a role-playing game before it is anything else. Now right. I've, I've been in a similar boat to you with some games. Like I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade X is a game. Okay. Lots of yeah. people love this game, but mm-hmm. it is an overwhelming amount of just, systems in that game and i think mm-hmm. that's kind of what you're describing like with cyberpunk and i yeah. eventually put it down for the same reasons yeah because it's, it's just like god damn bro i just wanted this to have like a simple like fun with it and then i felt like like again i'm like my opinions may may change later the next time we talk about it but it's just sure. like like i was at work today and i'm sitting there thinking it's like did they really try? Did they really try to captivate people by putting in people like Keanu Reeves? Because when I was playing it, it's like I really, personally, I just, I really wasn't fucking with the characters that much. Like I like, even you know, I like this Jackie Wells guy. He's cool, but when I saw Keanu Reeves, in, I'm just like, why do I get the feeling it's like a marketing ploy just to get people to play the game because Keanu Reeves is in it? Well, yeah, it is. And, and if that's the case, like I just find that a little distasteful. But yeah. again, I'm just it's, this is just first impressions. My opinion of it is not final, so you know my opinion may change after this conversation. But it's just I don't know. It's just like I'm just not hooked with the story. Like he's trying to tell me, it's it's just not hooking me well, in. You know, if you're not hooked with the story in an RPG, that's not a good thing. But in terms yeah. of like the systems, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure if it was maybe your friends describing it to you one way or the marketing not being great. But this game, yeah. like Cyberpunk, from my understanding, is a, is supposed to be a deep RPG with lots of systems before anything. Yeah. So I think maybe, yeah. like, I don't know, someone didn't communicate that to you, right? I think, because- you know what? And and, and, I'll, and I'll admit this, like this is probably one of those few games I did buy based on hype. I'll I'll admit it, like because everyone was talking about it, I wanted to see what it's about, and this is one of those things where it's like the hype just didn't hit for me the way other people like it. But again, I'm not gonna say like I'm not gonna be one of those people like I don't understand the hype or anything because like yeah. I I I you know I get it, but it's just right now, you. yeah, it's, it's 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 feeling like it's not for me, you know, and I yeah. and I'll admit so. That's like that dude. I bought Final Fantasy 15 off hype. I fucking yeah. hate that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you don't sound like you're at that point with Cyberpunk, but I hate no, Final Fantasy no, 15. No, because <laughs> like shit. Yeah, because like I, I remember like I played like, Assassin's Creed 3, and well, this this one it wasn't off a of hype, but I played it because I loved the other games, and I went into it. I, I hated it. That the, just the I, I I didn't hate the story, but I hated the gameplay of it at the time but then but now i I, you know it's just a different story it's just i i that's the feeling like nobody wants like when you buy a game because it might be interesting and hype and you and you end up not liking it that is that is a yep it's a gut punch dude that 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 is a horrible feeling because i remember i did that with death stranding and i was like yeah and and i bought it i was like oh man because i'm interested in hideo kojima stuff and then 12 hours in, I get into my first combat. I was actually liking it, but it's like, damn, it took me 12 hours to like it. But, you know, some people will say, well, you just don't understand it. It's like, it's, it's whatever. It's too complex for your pea brain. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> you simpleton. Right, 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 right. It, it's just it's one of those like you know I'm, I'm gonna start sounding like the guy who hates those gut those gut of war takes. Oh god. <laughs> no, but it's just it's more like I'm not see like I'm not shitting on the game. That's the thing. I'm not shitting on it. I just found it. It's just something is just not for me. But it is what yeah. it is. <laughs> You're not saying the systems are bad. It's just too much for you personally. Like yeah, you like cause... a more streamlined experience. That's that's not saying that cyberpunk is doing it the wrong way it's just yeah. you prefer one thing to another that's that's yeah. a reason that's reasonable yeah and, and i think too because like you know you know because you know when you work in a job whatever you have like a limited amount of like free you know free time to oh, enjoy yeah. the game so that kind of plays a part into it as well so you're not you're not really having enough time to like sit there and digest it and, and you know and, and I think, like, for other games, it's like, you know, if they want to entice people to land or whatever. I don't know. For some, you know, they have I, they have to be, I guess, somewhat worried that some people just don't have the luxury of time to sit and enjoy these games. So they had to, fi- you know, figure out a way to, like, to keep keep a gamer engaged, but at the same time, not overwhelm them with combat systems and mechanics, too. Because that, be, that could be another issue for, you know, for some people like me who do not have the luxury of time like some people do you know that's just yeah. you know yeah that's, that's just that's the thing i'm just trying to point out so no i i i get it dude i mean you know me i'm a nintendo guy so my favorite yeah. types of games are easy to learn hard to master yeah the systems I, I love are simple but yeah. to master those systems takes an immense amount of of time and and practice um, whereas those types of games are, you know, even just learning the game in general is, is challenging, but both are, both have their place. Yeah. It's just, it's, it, it's a preference thing. Yeah. De- definitely a preference for sure. Yeah. Now my, <laughs> my, my games I've been playing aren't, aren't, you know, I don't quite have as much to say about them, but I do want to mention <laughs> a couple things. Um, yeah. I played corpse party and I think, Oh, okay. uh, my mistake was playing it on stream. It's it's basically an old school like RPG style uh, or oh! RPG maker style game. Yeah. yeah, I think I think you told me about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So number one, the game is much darker than I thought it was going to be. There Damn. were scenes that people that were watching the stream had to like be like, okay, I need a break, kind oh, of thing. Fuck. But it's not really a good stream game because in between those scenes, there's a lot of like walking around and trying to figure out what the fuck to do. Yeah. So I ended up dropping the game on chapter three. There's five chapters and I kind of <laughs> am like, I shouldn't have picked this as a game to stream kind of. So yeah. I, I, I might return to it in my spare time. You know, we'll see it's, it's going to be the holidays. So, um, you know, maybe I'll have time to like jump back into it on myself. Cause I do want to see how it ends. But if you do want to play corpse party, some very serious and very dark subject matter in the game and they do not pull their mm. punches with it like oh, okay especially things like suicide and stuff dude oh shit and it's 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 shown to you in a very shocking way like even i was like oh my god how is this game not like <laughs> like banned on some con it's not like that crazy bad but it's yeah. fucked <laughs> um so instead of corpse party the stream game right now is we're we're going back to resident Evil 4 i haven't played resident Evil 4 on stream before everyone oh, was man. asking for it and resident Evil 4 is a very special game so i'm playing i've i've purchased it for a ninth time yeah i've i've purchased resident Evil 4 nine times and so now i have it on my <laughs> xbox um so I'm playing hey. that, and then um, I've been playing Divine mm. Knockout. It is a fun 3D 
arena style brawler but it's like smash bros where you have abilities and it's mm-hmm. a percent damage system where you have to knock people out and the higher your percent the farther you fly yeah Dog, it's a blast it's made by the guys who do smite and you play as the smite characters oh really it's fun um i recommend anyone looking for a new free-to-play game to just sink some time in or maybe a game you want to play online with your friends it's it's a blast they have like 3v3 mode they have a 2v2 mode a 1v1 mode yeah i'm digging it man i i I don't have much to say about it because i haven't spent a lot of hours in it but yeah i'm I'm really having fun so there i'll I'll probably have another update on that game Uh, Um, that's that sounds interesting yeah it is fun i mean yeah i don't know josh maybe one of these nights you should download it and like i know we're just fucking around in discord (laughs) for real we gotta do that uh at some point last time you were editing that funny fucking uh the rock thing <laughs> check that are... out on josh's uh tiktok page if you haven't seen that he did a tiktok on um Dwayne, the whole uh, debacle with Dwayne and yeah. uh the dc universe shit yeah, yeah. I, I i'm gonna need i'm gonna need some people to leave Dwayne johnson alone is a little bit he's just he's just a passionate guy even though you know yeah. some things didn't work out um didn't work out but yeah it is what it is at this point <laughs> I, I, I do want to ask though this one thing because i know because you know you you're, you're definitely a streamer too sure um when you uh you know when you're playing a game or like looking for a game to play like because you mentioned course party did you ever get that you ever get those feelings to where it's like you're hoping the game you play is not only as engaging for you but could be engaging for the audience too yes do you do you you yeah go ahead that's that's a really fucking good question and the Mm -hmm. answer is 100 percent yes i have decided not to play games sometimes because i don't think yeah for example the best example of that monster hunter Mm-hmm. I fucking love playing Monster Hunter. I can play it for hours. Yeah. When I play Monster Hunter, my view count used to drop to like almost zero. Yeah. People just do not fucking like watching that game. Yeah. Um, there are certain games and certain game franchise that if I play, yeah, my viewers are going like are are gonna be higher. I'll give you an example. Yeah. If you play Five Nights at Freddy's, mm-hmm. holy fuck, people show up for fucking Five Nights at Freddy's, dude. Yeah. I am telling you like and and there are certain games that work better like if if your game has has more is like more tightly packed and has more moment to moment style like things happening on yeah. on a more consistent basis it's going to be more engaging for the people watching it right. so since I stream horror games I do have to be mindful of that um, right 100% and then the other games like I just play off stream Right. See, that, 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 that's that's why I wanted to ask, because, like, I'm pretty sure, like, there's some games that probably work better for you in streams and some games is like, yeah, because it's just, like, for, like, I know this happened to me one time. If, if I'm playing, like, a Resident Evil game on stream, that any game I play for that's Resident Evil will work because I it's, like, it's something about it, like, the pacing can just go along as well as you yeah. having a conversation with whoever that's, you know, with a buddy or someone, you know, that's there. But like when I was streaming the game, like uh, Death Stranding, for example, I couldn't really stream it the way I want to because it was so much like walking and such, and it yeah. was just not not a lot of going exactly. on. I was like, I was like, this is not the game I would play for stream. But like some people who have those large followings, they can do that because it's just like you know, they, it, it doesn't even matter with them. But like when you, if you're trying to like 
start something while doing it at the same time. Like those those kind yes, of games. It's your like, game ugh. selection is important, and the pacing of the game, like you mentioned, is yeah. invaluable to determining um, whether or not you should play it. I'll, I'll I'll say, dude. Yeah. Like Resident Evil Four on mm-hmm. including the remakes of the older titles are yeah. excellent to play the pacing of those games are excellent to play on stream yeah um because you can constantly talk about lore things too with your yeah. audience yeah like Resident evil 2 remake did very well mm-hmm. Resident evil 3 remake did very well i'll tell you hello neighbor 2 is the shitty <laughs> fucking dog shit game but yeah it was an awesome stream game it did really well as a, as a stream game because like the glitches and stuff are yeah. funny for people to watch they right. love that shit so, yeah so, as, yeah, yeah see like yeah that's, that's why i was like that's why i was curious because like i i know you yeah cause when you when you was mentioned that uh of course i was like that makes me wonder because like yeah because i'm pretty sure yeah like not I'm just glad I asked that question. Sorry, yeah, no, y'all. It's a, no, it's 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 a good question. Um, yeah. and 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 it's a trial and error thing. Like I never would have played Hello Neighbor on my own, but yeah. um, the people in the stream they made the game fun. And like, even though I had fun with Hello Neighbor two, yeah. I can step back and recognize, okay, I had fun with this game because I was, <laughs> I, because the people on stream made the game fun and made it funny. If yeah. I was playing this game alone, just on my couch, chilling after a day of work, <laughs> I would be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what the hell is this shit? So, yeah. you know, I, I have one more thing to add. Cause like, yeah, go for cause, it. Because this is, I, I want to make it as, I, you know what? Because anyone that's listening to the podcast, I'm pretty sure, you know, you know, Big Game, he's going to put it as a question because this would be an interesting question. But it's like, has there ever been a game that pissed you off on stream that you actually uninstalled it live oh my god um okay i will say oh my god hold on one second Um, that's a good question i have to ask so there have been definitely some games that have pissed me off on stream games that just don't um function correctly yeah the closest i ever came to uninstalling a game on stream um I'll, I'll give you two examples. One was this game called, like, it was Dark Deception is what it's called. It's actually a very good game. It's like a, think of it as a horror Pac-Man game from a first-person okay. perspective. Yeah. With, like, really interesting enemy designs. But yeah. I just completed this really long level that took me, like, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And the game crashed right before I got to the end. And it oh. reset my progress to the beginning of the stage. <laughs> and it was so fucking hard you were against like these weeping angel style enemies where when you turned around they chase you but if you're looking at them they don't yeah um but besides that the other one i did was uh that i came really close to just fucking getting rid of was juniors <laughs> juniors is a five nights of freddy's fan game mm. and I, I i got angry playing this game because <laughs> the systems in it make no fucking sense Mm. unless you're somebody that's watched someone play this game like watched a streamer play juniors already or a content creator like markiplier yeah if you've watched them you already know what to do Mm. so you have that like preconceived um understanding of the game for for someone that's just downloading and playing the game yeah. The systems are explained to you in such a terrible way and you don't understand at all what's going on mm-hmm. that I was just like, 
I'm not having fun at all. And then I turned to the people in chat. I was like, are any of you enjoying this? And everyone was just like, no, play another game. No, this is so, this is frustrating to watch. Like, like it was the only time I have ever had the people in the stream unanimously say, drop this shit. Um, Damn. Because even, even Corpse Party, we took a vote on it. And it still got like like eighteen percent of the people watching were like, no, keep playing type thing. Mm-hmm. But now juniors, dude. Now I'm 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 sure it's a great game if you can understand what the fuck is going on. But yeah, yeah. That, no, that I love those funny. questions, dude. <laughs> that, that, that that's yeah. Juniors was was probably the maddest I ever got at a game. Um, <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like they just need a better tutorial in that game, and and it sucks because again, I love games that don't really need a tutorial the idea is the game is designed in a way that teaches you on its own through a natural you know progression of learning the mechanics yeah and it's juniors is like the opposite of that methodology yeah whatever yeah man because that that's gonna be a good that's gonna be a good topic next time for sure it's like what's the video game that did well with tutorials and another video game that's oh just... yeah we got to talk about tutorials at some point yeah because i can i can list some games where it's like like for me it's, it's not like this is not a really big big deal but like this happens a lot with those uh anime games and such when yeah. you're just vibing out and the game just pauses just to make you read yep. a tutorial and it's like a four-page yep. tutorial Take, oh! takes you right out of the game takes, <laughs> takes you right takes, out of it that would piss me off it's like rips can you... that controller from your hands <laughs> right it's like you could have a like a demonstration ai where you could just show you and so like i love games that do that like yeah like uh, I think, I think like Final Fantasy fifteen had like I love games that have tutorial uh mode in it where it takes you like it like it it doesn't take like it, it'll have a tutorial mode that's outside the game realm and they do like a simulation and you learn that way. I like stuff like that. And, oh, and I like. Oh, I think um, fucking oh, the one Switch game did something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Astral Chain did something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, with I, like I, a simulated tutorial environment where you your hands on the whole time. Type right, thing. I I I love stuff like that because it doesn't take you out of the you know the game itself, but you learn and then and then boom, you go into the real main world and yep. stuff. Or like yep. you know, or like I like when sometimes in world games, like the prologue is basically the tutorial, and then once you get past the prologue, the main game opens up. Yeah. I, I think one like of the that. best tutorials ever in a video game. Um, besides Super Mario Bros. World 1-1, obviously, is the poster oh, yeah. child for best tutorial. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to say 100%. Um, the Great Plateau on Breath of the Wild is one of the best tutorial areas in any game. It Damn. is the perfect little bite-sized chunk of Breath of the Wild that teaches you mm-hmm. 99% of the stuff that you need to know. Mm-hmm. And it's just done really well. But if you know if you break the game enough, you can fucking skip it. <laughs> <laughs> that that I, I I I love stuff like that where you yeah. just like that. Not many games would like people. Was, I was like, does Dark Souls a good tutorial? Dark I Souls, so. is, I think so. No, Dark Souls yeah. does have a good tutorial, but it's 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 very minimalistic. It's done. I don't know how to explain. It's it's done in a way to where you feel rewarded. <laughs> yeah, I I think I think Dark Souls One has a great tutorial level. It's it's hard the the only part of the tutorial level i don't like 
and I know it's done intentionally, but I, I, I still don't like tutorials that like kind of force a death pretty much is when you're walking up the steps and the boulder just crushes you yeah that's like okay i like i get it stuff yeah. can happen and you should be on your toes but <laughs> is this like really how you're you're gonna show me that but other than that it's it's immaculate i think that's one of probably one of the best tutorial levels in the game you, for you, sure you know what's funny because you mentioned the death like i remember i was playing elder ring and i was in some area waking up and there was this big ass area and i was like why well, i get the feeling it's gonna be a i got a boss battle i gotta fight yep. and i'm gonna get my ass whooping sure enough that's what happened i got my ass whoop i was like yep. from software <laughs> every from software game <laughs> yep. they gotta do they gotta do some stuff like that except for like maybe like bloodborne but outside of that that was like Oh, we, we I've been down this road before. It's time time to get these ass whoopings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you. No, so uh yeah, that's what we've been playing. But oh, yeah. this is the moment we've all been waiting for, guys. The top five. Yes, sir. Top five most anticipated game of twenty twenty three. It's not a guarantee these games are gonna come out in twenty twenty three. But that's the guess right now. That's the slated release date. So fuck it. We're gonna go with it. Josh, what do you have for your number five pick? And then I'm gonna share mine. Uh, my number five pick will be if Nerdstorm's here, he would definitely he'd be happy. I uh, you know, put this on here. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I really, am, yeah. I'm surprised that made your list. Yeah, it's it's. I, I didn't think it would be until I started looking at the games that's coming out. But Star Wars Jedi Survivor, I'm definitely looking forward to it, especially since I actually played the uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And uh, recently, and I love that game. I love the Metroidvania aspect to it. And I can't wait to see what they will do with this game. I, I have a feeling this game is going to be a big improvement. And one thing I hope for sure and for damn sure is the map design is better. That's all I care about. I, that's one thing I hate about. One thing I hated about the last one was like everything was so great, but I couldn't. I hate the map design. I hate it. I hate the, not 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 the not the like the level design itself, just the map of where you, or where you need to go. I hated that. Yeah, like the organization of of how everything worked. I, I've I've heard that complaint before. Like it's trying yeah. to do like almost like a Dark Souls Metroidvania type thing, and it doesn't really knock it out of the park. No, if 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 anything. They should just look at what Metroid Prime did. Like, Metroid Prime had a good map system in it. Like, yeah, it's 3D, but it's never to the point where you feel like you're lost and don't know where you need to go. Yeah. Yeah, I, true. I, I like stuff like that. Yep. And, uh, you know, also, if you do have a, a, you know, maybe a tricky game like that, if you have a really good map in the game, it makes up for it. Mm -hmm. Like, a map you can pull up and, like, um reference but yeah interesting josh i didn't think that was gonna make your list but yeah nerdstorm would be happy because that's his most anticipated game next year i believe oh yeah most definitely um, my pick is also a sci-fi game uh Ooh. for number five it's a game called replaced it's an indie game it's a 2d or 2.5d platformer with very high fidelity pixel art um uh -huh. and awesome lighting visually this is the most impressive looking game of next year in my opinion Ooh. um unbelievable visuals like that the first time i saw this game i was like holy shit we are on the apex of 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 pixel art honestly um, oh yeah i've seen this game i've seen this around before it looks pretty yeah, cool it it you know 
please look up the replaced game. You know, you can check out the Steam page. It looks absolutely fucking amazing. Damn. I think it's coming to Game Pass, but I don't know for sure. Um, Damn, it, looks it was good. supposed to come out next year, but yeah, I cannot fucking wait for this game, dude. I am so excited. I was really bummed when it got delayed, but you know, I think um, part of the stuff going on in Ukraine was a oh. reason this game got delayed. I think. Uh, don't quote me on that though, but yeah, um, yeah. So again, I totally get it. That's why Stalker got delayed. I get it. Um, Makes yeah. You know, I, I you know, I. It, it, looking at it right it reminds me of this game i played like this year was trek to yomi and i know some people yes. said it was like it's, like it's like an average game but i really love it i really love it because how cinematic it looks and you get like the best it, from from what i'm looking at it looks like dude the lighting is yeah. fucking insane like how is this a like this is next gen but it's it like that's impressive bro like, yeah it's it, it's um, like it looks like almost like a next gen game but it's like 2d pixel art and just unbelievable levels of detail i can't fucking wait so that's my number five pick oh man that's that's a damn good pick <laughs> yeah, thanks uh what would you say is your number four though um this one's another one um i'm actually looking forward to uh if the if it does come out this year it, it could be delayed but um okay. it'd be uh final fantasy 7 rebirth this is like the second part of the remake. Yes, that technically counts because they are shooting for winter 2022 right now. Yeah. So that still counts. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, that game. Uh, I, I really fell in love with the the remake, even though they did some changes and some things they were they had to do for padding to make a game longer annoy me a little bit. But I love the remakes and I'm looking forward to see how this game will be going forward. My only concern is will this game be PlayStation 5 only or are they going to do a cross-gen with this one? Because I know it's going to be unfortunate if it's a PS5 game only. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be PS5 only. In fact, I would bet like a grand on that right now that it's PS5 only. The fact yeah. that 16 is PS5 only almost guarantees that, um, you know, 7 remake two or whatever they fucking call it is going to be ps5 only yeah. i think it's going to come to pc probably like a year after yeah. it comes out just like a lot of playstation games so mm -hmm. yeah um man. but yeah i think I, I think that's going to be the take um that game's definitely going to get delayed but you know it's it's still eligible for your list because they're targeting yeah. that release date i would be surprised though if two triple a mainline final uh final fantasy games come out in the same year i was That's like i was odd. just i was just thinking that and i think it probably would make sense to push it out to 24 yeah. like wouldn't that be a better like release yeah. calendar decision honestly yeah i i, I can't I, I didn't even think of like two final fantasy games come out major final fantasy yeah, game comes mainline. out it's ridiculous main, yeah it's like it's like Resident Evil 2, like two remake comes out and Village came out the same year. They're like, exactly. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's ex that's what exactly what it would be like. So that would be odd, but um, that's, still, that's a, that's good for pointing that out. I I never would have thought of that. Still a good pick. Um, my number four uh, is the next game from the developers of Shovel Knight: Mina the Hollower. Um, Mina oh. the Hollower is made like one of those um older legend of zelda style games like oracle of ages and oracle of seasons yeah it's yeah very similar to those and honestly 
these are the Shovel Knight devs. This is Yacht Club Games. They're going to knock this shit out of the park. They know how to make retro-style games. I That's have no cool. doubt in my mind that this game is going to be a fucking masterpiece, jaw-dropping game, just like Shovel Knight was. No doubt. And the soundtrack is going to slap. We know Bro, this. Bro, uh, now... I'm just damn. How do I not see this? I feel bad for not knowing some of this stuff. This is why but, we're but doing the list. This, this is, but this is why I'm glad you're more in tune into the indie games because I get to check out stuff I never would have thought about. And you would love just, me into the Hollower, I guarantee you, unless yeah. they bomb it somehow. But I don't think that's gonna happen, dude. Yeah. I, I, oh my good. And yeah, I, I love. And by the way, I love Shovel Knight. That game probably was the main reason why i fell in love with indie games i'm not gonna lie <laughs> dude no that that is what is beautiful about shovel knight and a yeah. lot of people probably feel the same way i think shovel knight was kind of like super meat boy in the way that it introduced yeah. a certain generation of gamers to to indie games but right um the thing with shovel knight is for some reason it still didn't get its it's due like i think the game awards didn't even nominate it for game of the year in 2014 yeah and now it's considered one of the greatest and most important indie games of all time. Yeah. Like, and then what the fuck? Yeah. And it was funny to me, like this part might be completely irrelevant to the conversation, but you have some people who feel like some people may not like older games just because of how they look first yes. and foremost. But then these indie games just revitalize those old games and such. And people start playing them old stuff too. And it's just like, you know, like as long as they're a community, <laughs> It sounds like I'm gonna, I'm going to say some like Thanos shit, you know. As long as there are those that remember what it was, there will always be those indie retro type games. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> you will, look, you will, you will never resist. There, there are people that go, oh, that game looks old. Uh, I don't want to play that. But yeah, I think the the you know continuous rise of indie games those people are becoming less and less like honestly a lot of those people are like yeah. call of duty kids at this oh point that yeah. just play like fucking sports games and call of duty and stuff like that and they're like why would i want to play a pixel game like i'm or looking like, at the good graphics of call of duty or some of them just trying to find something negative about the game everybody yeah. loves this so they're like see no it's not it wasn't that great it's like shut up bro shovel Knight's <laughs> too colorful i hate it you know what's cool? Because I'm looking up Mina the Hollower, and I saw that one of the composers uh, is one. Is the one? Is he? He's not the main composer, but is he? He complete definitely composed one of my favorite beat 'em ups of all time, uh, Streets of Rage two, and this Yuzo Kushiro, and I love his music in uh, in any video game he composed. And I'm, it's cool to know that he's working on this too. So that I'm game had an amazing soundtrack, Streets yeah. of Rage. Yeah, so, man, I, I I I'm looking forward to this. I, it's just I I'm I'm looking. Thanks again, man. I, yeah. I, now I got more Hell to yeah. put on my wish list. <laughs> That's why we're doing the list. Um, like I said, um, you know, this is it's fun to do these lists, and I was just you know trying to pick games that kind of encapsulate uh, most of my interests. Which number three is very oh, yeah. much a game that encapsulates. Some of my interest. I'm not gonna spoil it though, because Josh has to go first, of course. Yeah. So you're gonna be surprised that I put this at number three and not number one. Okay. Uh, this is Resident Evil 4 remake. Wow. That that that, that is my uh and, and and it's not to say that I'm not looking forward to it the most, but there oh, but there are absolutely. just yeah, there, there are just two other games that really got my interest because they are 
uh, newer, but <laughs> and and the nature of a remake, there are things to be nervous about, of course, for any right. remake. So I get having it a little lower, but yeah. I would have guessed that was going to be your number one. Now mm -mm. I want to just say. I did not put Resident Evil 4 Remake on my list because I knew Josh was going to put it on his. I knew <laughs> I, was. It. I was like, it's on Josh's list. So I'm yeah. not, I didn't put it on mine. That way we get some more variety in the conversation. Yeah, it, it wasn't as high as people made. It's right in the middle. It's right I'm there. very shocked, yeah. <laughs> right right in the middle, right right beside Resident Evil Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, the re I'm looking forward to this one. Um, I love the game and the people who worked on Resident Evil 2 Remake and Village, they really did a, you know, a good job with it. Even though I was Village was a little bit more compelling as 7, but um the only reason why I have this in 4 is kind of like what you mentioned earlier, like I am a little cautious when it comes to remakes because yes. it's one of those things to where if they really, you know, is like, you know, hit the landing or stuck what they call stuck the landing whatever or it just misses in some ways like Resident Evil 2 Remake, I love the remake, but there was one thing that annoyed me. I wish that I wish the direction they went with it was a little bit similar to the original as far as like scenarios go and stuff like that, but that's just a minor thing. But outside of that, I love it. Yeah. And I just hope that this remake will not only honor the original, but try to surpass it in some ways, which I strongly don't think they do because my nostalgic bias may like overweight. <laughs> I'm but not going to lie. I don't see how you can surpass it. I'm going to be honest. Right. Here's, here's yeah. the problem with remaking a game like Resident Evil 4. And again, I can't wait for this fucking remake. I, I've right. got a total 180 on my opinion of it. Yeah. Yeah. If this is the problem with remaking, what is largely considered a perfect game. Yeah. If you mess one thing up, it's not it's it doesn't do it justice. You mess right. one thing up, dude. It, like the the pressure, the fucking pressure to live up to the game that started the entire third person over the shoulder AAA obsession that has been a mainstay in the industry and the the you know, the number one style of game for mm -hmm. all AAA. Like, look at PlayStation. That's all they do now. Mm hmm This started it. This fucking put that shit on the map, and and everyone changed the way they made third-person games after that. Yeah. Um, besides maybe Nintendo. I don't think Nintendo does has any games like that. But Yeah, we, we do uh, things. We do things differently. <laughs> Nintendo doesn't give a shit what anyone else is doing. Um, but, yeah. yeah, so, like, how... I just cannot imagine the pressure on the team, but that being yeah. said, I'm very excited for the game and yeah. I, I'm, I'm hopeful and I'm confident at this yeah. point. Like the only, the only thing that matters to me is the game is original. I don't mind. They do some changes here and there to like play with expectations. I don't, I don't, I, I, you know, I'm not going to fault it for that, Yeah. but as long as it has, if, you know, if it has, you know, um, what's that mode they have? A, you know, separate ways with Ada Wong. I don't care if they even blend elements of assignment Ada and separate ways with her in one complete thing. I'll I think be happy. they're gonna do that. I think yeah. they're blending it. Yeah, I, I think logically it would make a lot of sense. If they do that. That's cool. And lastly, they have to have the mercenaries mode, and it has to has the same characters and more. If you know. For me yes. to be happy. If they have that, I'll be completely happy. If they want to throw in that alien weapon from professional mode, I'll be happy with it. <laughs> I, 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 as long as it has those things I mentioned, I'll be happy, you know, first and foremost. But I think I think it needs to have the five main areas, too. 
You yeah. have to have, um, like, you know, how each chapter was kind of its own. You know, there are five main chapters in Resident Evil 4. You yeah. gotta have the... Maybe you don't have to do them the exact same way, mm-hmm. but you gotta have the locales. The locales have got to be in the game. It's just how it needs to be. I'm, I'm sorry, right. guys. It, it's really no. four main areas yeah. in the game. No, you're, yeah, it's all... It, it's, it, yeah, it, as it's, long as they do it justice i'll be happy yeah you know if even it is a good pick though yeah even as a bonus if they wanted to include some stuff from those canceled versions from re4 i'll be happy too that'd be cool yeah that'd be sick actually if they i mean if i mean they if they do it that'd be cool because there there are some ideas that people would have loved to see and then you give people you give those re4 dick riding haters Something to be happy about so they can shut the fuck up. I can't believe it. <laughs> I look I'm, Resident Evil 4 slander, we're just not tolerating. I'm not to- I'm not tolerating any more slander no more on my watch. Anyone that slanders it is gonna is, is gonna get a mouthful from me. Pause. Go game. Go <laughs> Anyone that, that slanders this game is gonna have me coming hard at them. I'm gonna be coming hard. <laughs> Non-stop and ready for round two. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> but yeah, speaking but that's of my, which, well, that's, not that's speaking my... of come. <laughs> I meant speaking of a horror game like Josh God, brought up. My, that, go ahead. <laughs> my, my number three is also a horror game. Um, my number three pick is Routine. Routine was announced, I mm. think, at Xbox's E3, if I'm not mistaken, This game has been in development for a while, a long, long, long time, and kind of been like one of those games in development hell. Yeah. And it has come back as a fully conceptualized title. It's a sci-fi game. Oh, that game. That looks good, too. Right now, it's Xbox exclusive, but, you know, it could come to other platforms later, I'm sure. Uh But Mick Gordon of Doom Eternal soundtrack fame is doing the sound for this game. Mick fucking Gordon. You got a horror game, a sci-fi horror game. Sorry if you guys hear that car alarm going off in my neighborhood. Um, done by Mick Gordon. Holy shit, am I sold? the 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 first trailer they showed it, it was more of a trailer that was setting up kind of like the tone of the game. Yeah, dog, I'm fucking down, man. I am down. I was I was thinking, you know, do I put routine or do I put alone in the dark here? Ooh. I think Alone in the Dark, there's a lot that could go wrong for that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, needless to say, I am very, very fucking excited about Routine. Can't wait. Obviously, you guys know I'm a sucker for horror games. Yes, you are. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I can't wait to hear that soundtrack. <laughs> I, forgot they, I forgot they are putting out a new Alone in the Dark. I remember I did see a trailer they about are. that. The last one was terrible. The one back in 2008, I think. Yeah, we don't talk about that one. <laughs> God, that game is bad. They, they, they've been struggling. Like, I think the last one that was actually decent was like uh, a new nightmare, but people don't talk about that either. No, it's uh, funny. Like The only Alone in the Dark game people talk about is the first one because of just how important it was. But as a franchise... It's really not that great of a horror franchise, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not. Re- Re- Resident Evil just took what was like inspired by that, as well as uh, Sweet Home, and it just took off. Yeah, 
Yeah. Alone but, in the Dark could never really find its footing as a franchise, but right. we got a new game. Who knows? I mean, the sky is the fucking limit at this point. It, right. They could not get out of the park, dude. And I'm still excited for that. I I, I want to say that's like an honorable mention. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. My, my honorable mention is like uh, the remake of Death Space, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, that I think that's going to be more like a shot for shot remake. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm looking forward to. <laughs> but outside yeah. of that, you know, ho- hopefully uh, it, it'll be, a, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> that's we'll all see. I can say. Well, my number two is <laughs> fucking boring. So, again, we're going to let Josh go first. Uh, my number two is uh, Street Fighter Six. I am very surprised I made your list. I thought yeah. I thought you were going to have Tekken over Street Fighter make your list. I, if that thing i don't know if that's gonna come out next year if it feels like 2024 maybe oh, do hidden. they not have a release date even for second for second eight i don't even think they've hinted at no, a year for they, Tekken eight no they didn't they, they put they dropped oh, okay. more they did drop more footage of it which i gotta say Tekken eight does look impressive that shit does look more ready for next gen has ever been we're talking about like that's what happens when it's next gen only and street fighter for some reason they want to release on the base ps4 right yeah that's (laughs) and people say the xbox series x series s is holding it back there's no (laughs) xbox one version of street fighter four uh six by the way and there's a playstation 4 version so y'all do the fucking math yeah people people are really trying to tell me the xbox series s is holding the the generations back and it's like dog they made a game for the ps4 which one is really holding it back if you really want to think about it (laughs) i think the success of the ps4 is really what is is hard like they they had ragnarok right and people Uh, and people come on ps4 and people were giving me shit with that. It's like, man, I'll take I'll take gaps overloading any time of the day. What? Pause. <laughs> I got a gap for you. Okay, you know what? <laughs> yeah, uh, that, yeah, but yeah. um, but um, yeah, Street Fighter Six. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it because I like when they make a fighting game and it's more like forward thinking into. You know the traditional stuff people are looking forward to. So you got like your creative character section. You get to do more activities, and it's like they really like Street Fighter is the game that is. It's not the it's really like it's like Street Fighter Two is exactly was the game that really defined what fighting games can be. Yes, and um, you it know was the blueprint. Yeah, it was the blueprint, and it, and it was always the. You know, when when it, whenever there's a new Street Fighter game comes out, it's always it, it always sets the standards of uh, what fighting games can continue to be. Like Street Fighter um, Two Turbo Edition brought super moves that became a standard for every fighting game. Then you know some games they did you know count you know combos and such that became a standard too. Like Street Fighter th- uh, Three, especially not Alpha, but Three especially brought in the whole counter thing with parries. Which like definitely changed some stuff, but it did. But it did like the enhanced uh, moves as well, which became a standard. You see enhanced moves in Mortal Kombat as well. I, I, I mean, I can keep going on about it, but I Street didn't Fighter Six—they they started all that shit. Yeah, Street Fighter like definitely like like they they all it always sets the standards of what fighting games can be, and like games like Tekken. In Virtual Fighter, just like capitalized by like, yeah, we're gonna do what you guys did, but we're gonna show you what how fighting games can be when they're transformed into 3D, and it's just like, yeah, like yeah, and it's like you know, Mortal Kombat, like you know, it borrows some aspects from you know, uh, Street Fighter as well. Like, funny thing is, like the main guy at Boom, like the whole finisher thing. 
that whole thing became a standard because he got so annoyed again, his ass whooped so bad that, you know, the characters become dizzy where a character get a free hit and he saved that for the end to where you get to do the fatality. That's what the whole thing stems from. That's a little uh, fun just fact. Just pissed. Yeah. Basically, yeah. It's like the finishing was like a thing that was ripped from Street Fighter instead of like, you know, being your opponent so many times, they get confused. They get dizzy for you get a free hit. You get the you get the free hit after you whoop their ass. So you know the fatality was basically a way to humiliate your opponent by a gruesome death fatalities, whatever. But I know I'm off topic. But like back to like Street Fighter. I'm looking. Everybody looking forward to it. Another reason why I'm looking forward to it, bro, is um some people may not notice this, but uh the control schemes. There's like two different control schemes for people. Yeah, so they, so they mode, have right. Yeah, they have like, you know, casual, I think they call it modern mode now, which is basically the control scheme is set up that is similar to like Smash Bros. So, you know, like if you hit like tilt up and a special move, it does certain things like that. They actually have that, which is pretty cool. So it's like it's really it's really making it uh, easier for new people who who are not that skilled in fighting games to get, you know, to come into. And I like and I like. Yeah. and, And I like stuff like that because it's one of those you know, innovations to accessibility type of thing. That's going to be something that's going to be noteworthy in next year's Game of the Year awards. I, I personally feel that's going to happen because, like, if if more people are getting into fighting games and such and they make it more simple and easier for people to get into, that's cool. Now, not only you please, like, the casual fans, but you also get to please the hardcore fans as well. And I just love stuff like that. Like, Street Fighter Six is really going to change the formula. I, I really feel that. <laughs> that's why I got yeah. it as number two. And I think in many ways, five was a big misstep for the franchise. Like it yeah. had a terrible launch with like almost yeah. zero content in the game. Yeah. And I was... think they're really trying to not make that mistake again, especially when you have a franchise like Tekken that. Yeah. When have they had a fucking misstep? Probably have they ever had a misstep. Tag four... one and two were both good. Four was like their it was it's, it was a good good game, but it was not as compelling as three and the other games before it sure, that's like the only, but, that's, that's the only one but but yeah. it's not but it's but it's not even like bad bad or anything like that it's just and then like five it's, was fucking awesome six yeah. was awesome seven oh, yeah. seven has reached sales that that um like standard fighting games can only dream of like non-smash mm. bros fighting it i think they hit what 10 million mm. for a fucking fighting game dude yeah, yeah, Tekken Tekken Eight, dude, is gonna be an eruption for like 3D fighting games. Mm-hmm. I, I I really feel like that game is gonna fucking and and they're they're all in on next gen. They're like nothing is holding back this game. Oh yeah. So I think I think Tekken Eight is gonna be um pretty crazy, but I understand picking Street Fighter because we know that's a 2023 game. Yeah, for, with, beyond a shadow of a doubt, we know Street Fighter's 2023. Tekken, I don't. They haven't even confirmed a year yet to our knowledge. So yeah, and, and, and I think another reason why like I picked Street Fighter like six because like this one is drastically different in terms of looks and feel, and I think yes, that's what I agree. Yeah, that's what's going to give it that extra edge too. Yeah, I can't I can't comment on the field because I haven't played it, but um, oh, but, the, uh, the yeah, look, yeah, well, wait, 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 I mean, cut you off. Go ahead. <laughs> the 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 looks of the game are so much more inspired than the last two Street Fighter games. Yeah, like not even close. The dark style's so much better with this new Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Like they look um, more. They don't look cartoonish, and when and them in that you know that RE engine is just like 
oh, okay, the Ari engine is being used yeah. for something different than just like, I mean, it's, it's cool to know that it's being used for something beyond just like Resident Evil games and Devil May Cry. So that makes me really, I mean, yeah. I mean, they mean, of course, they use it yeah, for I was going to say they, 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 they definitely use it for Monster Hunter as well. Yeah. So that's, I'm pretty sure Capcom uses that for all their games now. Yeah, they, they're going to, they're, they're going to, and I'm happy for it's it. It's amazing, yeah. Um, but so yeah, good pick. Street Fighter 6 for Josh number two. My number yeah. two is, um, what a lot of people are probably thinking is going to be my number one. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Wow, that I, is number two. Holy number cow. Two. I don't wow. think the game really needs any sort of introduction or explanation. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the follow-up to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sells itself. But the thing is, are they going to be able to recapture the magic? It's... I, I can't imagine doing a follow-up to Breath of the Wild. I, right. I have no idea how you're going to capture that magical feeling that so many of us experience. And some people didn't experience with that with Breath of the Wild, and, you know, they don't like the game, um, yeah. which I totally get. But, you know, if you're listening, y'all are in the minority with that one. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people had that childlike joy and sense of magic that, video games don't really give us anymore as adults yeah yeah they had yeah. that with breath of the wild um i was one of those people how mm-hmm. are they going to recapture that i i i don't really want to talk about anything else other than that with this game that that is going to be the deciding factor you can you can analyze the the graphics the frame rate the features the the you know the nitpicks you can improve on but but at yeah. the end of the day how are you going to recapture the magic of breath of the wild 2 that x factor that can't be put into words that breath of the wild one had yeah how are you going to recapture that nintendo eh you know i think for a person who is not that for me like that's well in depth in those uh legend of zelda games i can't say without a shadow of a doubt that the breath of the wild game definitely impacted the industry to where a lot of people want to have games like that so oh, it's God, like it's yeah. kind of, so it's kind of similar to what I said about Street Fighter Six, but it's like I think like all those games like yeah, uh, Genshin Impact, the Immortals or whatever game that was inspired by it, it's like yeah, yep. you guys were inspired by what we do, but you ain't seen shit else of what, what you know what we about to do that's different. I can't and, wait. Yeah, I and can't it, wait. Yeah, and it's just it really depends on like Nintendo like. I mean, I never would have thought, you know, Breath of the Wild being like an open world thing would really, you know, I, I never thought, like a lot of people loved it because it was something new. It was it was fresh. And it was a new direction for The Legend of Zelda. And if they can capture it before, like they did with Breath of the Wild, like people love Ocarina of Time. I'm pretty sure they could do that with Tears of the Kingdom. It just depends on the, uh, how the way they captivate their interests, you know, in the beginning. And then, Plus, too, for a game that's coming out in this cycle, it really makes me wonder if this game would be one of its, you know, the, you know, the Nintendo Switch's swan song or anything, unless they continue to make games for the Switch. I mean, who knows what they're going to do at this point. But, you know, for, for a game that's coming out for, you know, a system that is, like, how old? Like, about to be, like, six years old at this point. Switch, you know, yeah, Switch came out in 2017. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I, I wonder... March. Yeah, it's like, I, I wonder, you know how many more games are going to put out for the switch until they, you know, it's time for them to like move on to, but it's not, I mean, it's not really a big deal, but it, it does make me curious. Cause you know, it, with, with, with a game like this, you know, you're going to, not only you're going to have to increase the vision for it, but the look for it as well. But then I'm worried about like, the performance 
you know, it, it all depends. Yeah, there's there's a lot, but or like there's a lot that you know is is riding on the sequel. Like I expected Breath of the Wild to be a really interesting open world take on Zelda. Yeah. I did not expect it to change the way the industry thought about open yeah. world games. I oh. did not expect that. Yeah. Well, what one thing I well, I guess one positive for sure is like. Unlike Breath of the Wild, because that that game did came out for the Wii U as well. It did. That's yeah. True. So so may so so there's a possibility that it may you get to see how the game should be. That's probably one positive thing we can't say about it. So that's one thing I, I will say. That's a positive. Yeah, that is good. Not being a cross gen game is going to help development, no question. Um, oh yeah. But I actually have no idea what your pick for number one is, and I don't think you have any idea what my pick for number one is. Alright, so my pick, even though we haven't seen any gameplay trailer or anything like that, my, number one, my number one pick uh, for my anticipated game for 2023 is uh, Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. I don't I, know how the fuck I didn't know you. Okay. Yeah, Damn. I, I, I totally forgot about that game. That That's one I'm looking forward to, and the main reason was again, I played Spider-Man this year, and I really... And I really love what Sony did with the game, especially with the remaster. And, you know, I'm, the reason why I'm so hopeful because I really want this game to capture the feeling it did for me when I played Batman Arkham City. Like, yeah. when I played Batman Arkham City, that game really made me fell in love with the idea that superhero games can be something more and great if done correctly. Insomnia did a great job with Spider-Man, even though there was some things that annoyed me with the crime activity still thrown through. It was, a, it was a solid game. Spider-Man Miles Morales came after that. And there are things I love about Miles Morales a lot more than the base main game of Spider-Man. So with Spider-Man 2, I have a feeling like what we saw before in those games we ain't seen nothing yet. And the fact that the game is going to be a, P a PS5 title too, my dog. Like I, I, I can't wait to see what they what they can pull off with it with that console. Like that game is gonna it's gonna be probably generation defining of what open world games can be for the next gen consoles and stuff. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, I I think unless we're talking the Wolverine game and unless someone does a Superman game at some point. Yeah. I think the MCU has given me bad superhero burnout. And oh, <laughs> I just have a complete disinterest for anything superhero related outside of Wolverine and Superman pretty much. Mm. And like that, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Like I couldn't even get into Spider-Man PS4. I got to the first Mary Jane mission and dip. <laughs> um, I thought, I thought the combat was fine, but it yeah. is pretty much Arkham combat. Like with some slight differences. Uh, mm. I just I just couldn't get into Spider-Man PS4 as much as a lot of people did. Mm -hmm. um, that's not saying it's a bad game. I think I'm personally experiencing superhero burnout. And I think, to be fair, a good amount... I, I think the MCU has caused a lot of people to experience superhero burnout. I know my brother feels the same way. I'm just mm. like... Like, I don't watch many of the MCU movies. I used to watch more of them, but now I watch, mm -hmm. like, maybe one out of every, like, six or seven they release, maybe. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just, uh, yeah, I think, I, I think I'm really experiencing that superhero burnout. And maybe it'll take, like, you know, something like Enter the Spider-Verse to pull me out of it, because that's a very inspired and, like, creative direction to take a superhero. Yeah. 
I can't wait for that movie. But yeah, I think I think I'm personally just experiencing superhero burnout big time. Yeah, well, I guess the way I look at it is just kind of like that's that's the reason why like I'm not too in depth in like comic books and stuff. Like I, I personally like to look up like limited series and things like that because sure. it's easier for me to like follow a you know a story that's like even if it's like it's all like an issues put into one thing. It's easier for me to follow that story and I could just appreciate it for what it is just for that story itself. than feeling like I have to do homework to understand all these characters and everything. That's why I, you know, I, it's, I, I like to do stuff like that, but like, yeah, like I, I, I understand the burnout and such, but one thing I will say is like, unlike the MCU, like the, you know, those games, it doesn't, it doesn't feel you know, established and big to the point you had to feel like you had to look at everything to consume one material. You True. could just play like that one, you could play that uh, one game that's not connected and you just play it for, you know, what that is or something. Exactly. That's, probably, that's, that's just, that's just one thing to it. You know, the MC, yeah, the MCU is just like, it's, you know, it's basically like a big ass thing for comic books put into the big screen. And now people understand how comic books really. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, if you didn't watch fucking episode or season yeah. two, episode six of Jessica Jones, you won't understand this scene in a movie. I'm like, bro, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm yeah. not doing that, man. But, you know, but what the one thing I will argue that, that the MCU is just like, it's just like some of the things they mentioned play like a small part, but then they play into a bigger movie. And it's like, they do it in a way to where it's like, you don't feel like you have to watch a certain movie to understand, you know, to understand this. Cause like, it's the way they do True. it. Yeah, that I, 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 I do give respect. I do give respect to the only, I think the only thing is, is just the problem is, it's just, there's so much content to yeah. consume. That's the only thing. It so it's like, it doesn't make me feel like I have to watch. Right. I, yeah. I, I think, I think I'm, probably didn't say that correctly it, it no you're good like yeah. i have to watch but yeah. they very much have created a universe where we want you to you know we we want every person to engage with every bit of content we put out in in terms of mcu and if you're not watching one of the shows you almost yeah. feel like you're out of place among people that are into movies and shit and it's like right i just don't care yeah man. Yeah, because, like, for me, like, I never, like, I never seen the first Doctor Strange movie, but I did see, you know, Multiverse of Madness, and I enjoyed it to where I actually did watch Doctor Strange, and then when I finished it, I, I felt like, you know, like, watching it, it didn't, it didn't feel like a necessity, but it did help me understand who these characters are and, and everything else, so it's, it's one it's one of the beauty of it, if you watch a newer movie and you want to look at the other character before, you're like, oh, okay, now I see why this, per-, you know, it, it, it does pay off in, in the little things, yeah, yeah, that's what I like about the MCU, is, like, you can just watch, like, some people feel like, oh, I gotta watch, I gotta watch this to understand, like, no, you, you don't, it's, it's not like an anime where you gotta watch every fucking episodes to understand what's going right. on to this point. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, but I understand how you feel though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I get it. Um, any guesses for what my number one might be? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it might be something I'm not thinking about. So I don't know. I think know. when I say it, you're going to be like, ah, oh, fuck. That's up. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> All right. My number one pick. Without question, and the gap between my number one and the rest of them is the size of a mountain. It's not even comparable. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song is without oh. question my <laughs> most anticipated game of 2023. Yeah. It's my most anticipated release of a video game. Um, yeah. I can even fucking remember, to be honest. Yeah. I 
Hollow Knight is the best modern video game I've ever played. The best game I played in the last 15 years. It made me, you know, it it really made me think that this sort of game design where these discoveries you're making can be can really feel organic and really yeah. feel like you've stumbled across something unknown mm-hmm. um it, it it showed me how powerful in indirect storytelling can be yeah and this is all wrapped up in just one of the tightest and best controlling games i've played in a fucking while yeah um i really believe hollow knight is as close to a perfect video game as you can get and um it's 15 fucking dollars <laughs> silk song price? started as a dlc conceptually and has grown into a game that is supposedly even bigger than hollow knight mm-hmm. i cannot fathom what they've done with this considering i i think the developers said that hollow knight was a very rushed game and they're like oh yeah we didn't really get to do a lot of what we wanted to do and i'm just like how you you guys release something that like i think they're being hard on themselves yeah. to be fair because i can't even fathom that like they they've released something that has just again changed the way i looked at video games um changed the way i looked at what indie studios are truly capable of yeah and i am fucking here for for silk song dude i can't imagine the evolution that it's it's going to be um, I think Hollow Knight is an underrated game, even though it's generally considered awesome. I I still think it real like a lot of people really did not see the genius of that game. Um, so yeah, Hollow Knight I, Silk Song without question. I've been saying I need to play that game. And I will. It's eventually. fucking amazing. <laughs> It'll suck you in though, dude. And like it it it's it's a it's a game that's rough to start, but once you do, you know the the things I always say if you're starting the game, get the quill get the compass get those two things and the game will open the fuck up to you get the quill get the compass those are the two things you need so get uh, yes those are the two items you need for new players to really get into the game because you're gonna feel lost without those at first get the quill and get the compass as long as it doesn't feel frustrating as it was with me with Cyberpunk 2077. No. Once <laughs> you have the quill and the compass, the, the game will open up and the, you can use the map and really start to figure out where you're going and stuff like that. So don't you know? Don't worry about that. But the game is very, very, very nonlinear. You, the quill like, and the compass. <laughs> I think there, there are over... There's like 50 boss fights in the game and like six of them are required to beat the mm-hmm. game. So, oh really? Yeah, it's a very, very, very nonlinear game. Um, it, I mean, you can miss like nine, like eighty percent of the content in the game, honestly, in your first playthrough, and you Shoot. likely will. It, it's it's nuts. Um, if you haven't played Hollow Knight, it's available on all platforms. So I highly recommend. The, I I cannot give a better recommendation than than Hollow Knight. I can't. I need, I need to play that bad boy. I've been. I, it's good. It's on, it's on Game Pass. I need to play that joint definitely. There you go. Game Pass too. You can even stream it to your fucking phone, which I do not recommend at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's. Yeah, I don't no. recommend doing that. That sounds miserable. No, nah, that's that. That sounds like a disservice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right there. Um, but of course, guys, we want to know what your most anticipated games for 2023 are. So please hit us up. You can contact us at timeattackgamingpodcast at gmail.com. Hell, you can send Josh and I a message on TikTok. We don't give a shit. We'd love to hear what your most anticipated games for 2023 are, whether it's an indie game, AAA, whatever. Um, and also, just like, what did you think of our lists in general? 
Yeah, you know? most definitely. What? What is? What, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was. I mean, you get the best. Like I was people. I was like leaning more on the triple A side, and you had hit more on the uh, I guess the double A to indie side. So yeah, you get you get the both of you get the best of game. You get the best of you know games you might not even know that were coming out this you know next year. Yeah, um, I think that makes for a pretty well-rounded discussion we had. And um, I think at the end of the day, even though Josh and I's lists were completely different, there's both a fuck ton of things to be excited about for. Yeah, because I think, I think I, I mean, I said this like somewhat during the year. I mean, you have said it too. Like 2023 is looking like it's going to shape up to be a really good year for gaming. Yep. Because everything they coming out is something people look forward to. It doesn't feel like it's going to be a dry season, season, which means Walt is about to be dry, my guys, my my ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It's about to be dry. <laughs> like yeah. that's how bad. It is. <laughs> I will tell you the the person that needs to focus, or the company that needs to focus on twenty twenty three more than anyone else, is Xbox. Oh, you yeah. have to have a good twenty twenty three. You absolutely have to. And and yeah. I remember someone made a video that like uh, Xbox stands were getting mad at. It was a guy. He was saying like um, <laughs> Xbox, if you if if all your games get delayed again and you and you release no, um, you know, Xbox Studios first party games in 2023, just like you did in 2022, you need to exit the gaming industry. We don't fucking need you. And he, he was getting a ton of fl- flack for that. And I love Xbox, but I watched that video and I was like, yep, he's right. If you go two calendar years without mm-hmm. a single release from the billions of dollars you spent on these acquisitions, get the fuck out. But then, but then I would have, I would have to argue, but my only argument against that is just, it's just like I, like I I I do want like this. This is funny that I'm saying this still, but I'm look. I guess I'm looking at the other side of it, playing devil's advocate. But it's just like even you know, even though I would love them to release a game, you know, next year or so, you know, at this point with games releasing like in bad conditions that need to be fixed up and such, it's like would we, would you really want a game to possibly launch in a condition that's not even ready in? just so you will continue to talk about them to where it's like, you know, if a game is not, if you're not releasing anything, you should exit the industry. So if they put out a game that doesn't work and it comes out just as bad, you're still going to criticize them as harshly as it was before. So it's just like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, it's like, I I understand the frustration. I mean, I complain about it before too, but at, at this point, it's just like, we really need a game that's gold and ready to go so that people can have, you know, to look forward to. And at the but, same time, too, like, I do want to say that Microsoft have put out some games. It's just that the games they put out is not AAA. That's the, I think, the issue people are arguing. Because they have put out As Dust Falls, which has done well. They put out, um, what's the other game? Psychonauts. I think, I, yeah. I think those are just timed exclusives. I don't I don't think those are actual first-party no, titles. Well, no, 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 no. Well, the thing, that's, it's, well, it, it, the thing is, it, it, they're from the market. It's branded in the Microsoft thing, you know, branded like Psychonauts too and stuff. That it came up for other platforms because there were things before that. But even then, it's still like an Xbox, you know, branded thing. So it's like they have content that's coming out for sure. But it's just the few games they put out has been like multi-platform. Like Minecraft, they, like Minecraft Dungeon was a multi-platform. The Psychonauts have been multi-platform. Like they haven't put out you know games. It's just that they haven't put out as much first-party stuff. Like Halo Infinite came out last year or so and no, it was it was the it was 2020 that came out 2021 it did 
No, it was it, it, was, it, it was December 2020. No, it it got delayed in 2021 because I, I I made a video complaint about it. I was dealing with an ex girlfriend at the time. And she pissed. That's a whole completely irrelevant thing. <laughs> Wait, you're saying I I know the multiplayer got released November 2020, but hold on, I gotta I I gotta check that because I could have sworn yeah. Halo launched. The the multiplayer came out November 15, 2021, to celebrate the 20th anniversary release of Halo One and Combat Evolved. The main game came out December 6, 2021. Right. So yeah. Yep, I I just knew it off the off the top of my head. <laughs> yep, you're right. December eighth, twenty twenty one. Yeah, cause I was like, the reason why because I made a video of twenty twenty complaining about a game being delayed oh, and such. Duh, you're up. What the fuck yeah. am I thinking? Yeah, cause yes. I, I was. Yeah, people, I, I I'm an idiot. <laughs> yes, yeah. you're right. Jesus. <laughs> I made I made a rant of Xbox Game Studios, yeah. and that Don't video got like that video got like almost a million views, and I pissed off a lot of Xbox fans that day, despite me saying that at the end I was an Xbox fan myself. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm an Xbox fan too, but the reason yeah. I want to double down on that stance is there has yeah. never been, nah. in the history of our industry, a first-party console yeah. manufacturer going two years without putting out a main line, um, a main game product from their studios. They're like four it years. It never they... happened. Yeah, no, it's just... Like I, I I understand. Like I I do, I complain too. Is like I need to see what's going on with Hellblade two, especially because I'm tired of like seeing trailers of stuff coming out. Like what I need from Microsoft for, for me, especially like you know besides Bethesda and everything else. Like those are they these games have probably been made before the no, no some of these games have been made before the acquisition and whatnot. So I'm not gonna talk about like uh, Redfall and um, what's the other one that come out Starfield. Yeah. There's like the ones I'm looking forward to is like I need to see something that's more like Hellblade Two. I'm I'm you know when it, when it gets announced for a release date, I'll look forward to it. I'll definitely play it day one. But I just want to see something that's beyond just Forza. You know, Gears of War. I would love a new one, but it's been you know it's time for something new at this point. And we, we just we just need to see something new. And and gameplay that really can captivate audience and such. I just don't want to see any more video. I just don't like. I like Phil Spencer. He's cool, but I don't want to see his jacket ass walking across stage with the pen in his hand, doing that little lean back and waving his hands. Yeah. We get, I don't want to see that shit. I just My want to see. My patience has run out, dude. My patience has run out. With yeah, Xbox. I, I, I'm sorry. I just, I just want to see. I just want to see content in the games. I don't. I, I don't want to see no more Xbox showcases to where they just show trailers. And by the end of it, they do a montage of the same shit they just sold you. And I just, and it's like that was a great show, right? and like no it wasn't it was some bullshit yeah, it was some bullshit I, I i i my patience has ran out yeah um like when you have a calendar year with no major first party games um, yeah major my, okay yeah no. major that's the word yeah major games like bad. games that bring people to your fucking console that sell game pass you told yeah. us that we would have major games coming every three to four we fucking talked about this. I don't want to get yeah. into this again. We did a uh, whole episode on Xbox, but I'm I mean, still frustrated. I mean, it's 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 factual and it's you know it's it's definitely worth talking about because we're we, we I think I said before like we just want to see the best in these yeah. uh, these consoles, but at the same time too, um, like. I do want to argue for like for Sony too. Like I do want to see more multiplayer games on Sony's platform. Like I, I personally, I'm about sick and tired of like. Don't get me wrong. I love single player games. They're cool and all, but the argument of like 
Sony has the best exclusives. It's going to get old as it's going to be old as hell too because they need something that's going to keep people playing longer too. And the fact that when people say, "Oh man, Sony has the best platform," the best sync, you know, best people say, "Oh, this is L take." The fact that people say, "Oh, you know, Sony is best because they got the best exclusive," that, that argument is going to get so old real fast because yeah. also, they need Nintendo's some- in the fucking game too, right? Yeah, because like you know, like they need something that's 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 a lot more engaging with other players as it is fun playing it by yourself and they need something like a SOCOM and more to keep people engaged and engage with each other socially they can't be relying on games like Fortnite or whatever to hold that boat for them it's like no like y'all need y'all need y'all need to expand more on the multiplayer direction too because y'all used to do that and y'all need y'all need to get back to that so that y'all have something that's going to last just as long with the fans and it's consistent for people to you know continue to to play that's the only issue i have with sony games i, I just want to see them to try to dive in a little bit more with multiplayer and that's about it yeah no i feel that i think that's a reasonable argument especially because they used to have the stuff yeah because they because they used to do that but then uncharted 2 just changed the landscape and everyone just want and, and it's like you could because i just want them i just want them to dive and try multiplayer a bit more because they have great ideas but some fans can just like oh it was terrible it's like no like push for it challenge it you know, we, we, you know, if it's not needed, don't push it on there. But if it's, but if, if it has potential to be good, you know, push for it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I feel you. Um, Most definitely. That's we'll my. We'll see I, in 2023. Yeah. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll have comments as it as it comes along. But um, I do want to tell you guys. Uh, yes, sir. It's the first year of the podcast. This has been an amazing year figuring things out. Oh. <laughs> 2023 we have amazing plans we're we're, we're we're gonna do more guests we're gonna have more round tables we're gonna have uh you know we're just gonna keep making this podcast better and better um the audio quality is gonna go up because i'm getting a totally new pc unit with a new xlr microphone so i'm yeah. upgrading from a usb mic and things are just gonna get better and we appreciate you guys going on this journey with us absolutely expect more to come in 2023 josh do you have anything you want to send them off with before we say see you in the new year um i do got one thing to say go for Uh, it because like we're not going to do an episode next week or so i do want to say uh things of what i'm thankful for thankful for and whatnot we actually shot this episode uh the first episode was around may 18th well we published it in may 18th and we've been doing it for about seven months now. So that is uh, seven, yeah, seven months now. So we've been doing it for seven months now. So that's, Shit. you know, a, a, a good thing. I just want to point out that we did it for seven months now and we're consistent with it. Um, this thing, I, you know, I, I want to say I'm thankful that for, you know, I took a chance on talking to you when that email and that thing actually yeah. played out and worked out. I was, you know, at first, you know, first, you know, whenever I meet people, I was like, I don't know how it is, but you know, I don't want to make it religious or anything, but like I, you know, I put, you know, I, you know, basically I had to put my faith, you know, in God. I was like, Hey, let me just talk to this person, see what it works out. And then it worked out. And then the first day me and big gaming talked on a discord call, like it was like instant chemistry right from the jump. And usually like when you have a call with someone, it's like, it can go either way. And it's just like, you know, his energy matched with my energy, my energy matched with his, you know, his energy and everything just like, played off from the jump and then the rest was history and the funny part was we was trying to figure out how we get the logo and everything <laughs> oh dude the logo took so fucking long holy shit we'll probably change that at some point honestly josh oh, yeah. and i have constantly talked about wanting to change that 
Yeah. Um, but you it, know, it works for right now. Yeah, it it was just it it was just I'm just happy that you know I took a chance with it. And we, and we put out a lot of episodes, and um, this is for me. It's for this year. It has been like a great year for content, great year for meeting new people, meeting new friends, making new relationships with people, and I can't wait to see what 2023 has to hold because I can definitely say for me, without a shadow of doubt, without some challenging you know some challenging trials and tribulations 2022 for a year 2022 for me has probably been the best year for me yeah and i don't say that often (laughs) yeah no it's 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 been good 2022 has been a good year 100 i think to both of us uh and the podcast (laughs) is you know this this year was a litmus test for us with the podcast and you know we learned so much since since the start of this recording, and we can't wait yeah. to dive more into it in 2023. Um, we oh, yeah. already have a list of people we, we want to have on, so look forward to that, guys. Um, as always, we love you very much. We appreciate you. Stay safe this holiday season. Yes, sir. And we will see you in the new year. This has been episode 26 of the Time Attack Gaming Podcast. Thank you. We will see you in 2023. Peace. Bobby Dream.